Welcome to our second episode of Brain Pain Podcast. This episode, we're talking about terraforming Mars. I hope you enjoy it. Let's uh, get right into it. So we're trying to terraform Mars. Yeah, let's do it right now. <laughs> I think it's a great idea. <laughs> really? Why? I mean, okay, so it's not just do we want to live there, but it's a uh, it's almost like we can experiment. So we have nothing to really screw up by doing it to Mars. And if we yeah, can do oh, it successfully yeah, at Mars, we can do it successfully on Earth. What happens when we blow up Mars completely and then we have one less planet in the solar system? Debris comes flying <laughs> right at us, crashes yep. the moon out of orbit, the well, tides most, go most crazy. Of the, that's worst case scenario. All yeah, that's worst case scenario. <laughs> most of the debris would go to Jupiter. Yeah, true. And the sun. But anyway, realistically. Yeah. Um. Okay, yeah, I get that point that you can't really screw it up, but... It's not really about screwing it up. It's about how much it's going to cost and what it's going to take. It is going to be really expensive. But granted, just like just natural resources that we could get there would be incredible. I mean, not that we can Wait, transport them very well. Yeah, but what natural resources are on Mars that's I don't, that are any worth it? I'm sure there's some. I like, think there's a bit of iron there. I think there's just iron. Well, Isn't it's there? red. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Make, well, it makes sense, but we got plenty of iron, don't we? I mean, we're not running low on iron. Always could use more. You play I'm sure Minecraft? <laughs> I'm sure there's like diamond formations and stuff that I Wait, don't know. really? You play Minecraft? <laughs> I mean... So Mars is basically just Minecraft. I guess. <laughs> if only. Uh, once we terraform it, it will be, hopefully. But... Yeah, so I guess we need to talk about how we would terraform well, it. Yeah, that's what I don't understand. That's going to take so many resources. Like, yeah, well, we're just going to have to ship water over so, there? No, nah. no, there's water there. Enough? Well, oh, yeah. maybe. Okay. So there's a couple problems. So I guess let's, let's just start. The problem with Mars is there's not enough water. There's um, not enough atmosphere. Not enough atmosphere. And it's really cold. Yeah. Those are... Those are and there's problems. no oxygen. Yeah, big problems. Those are the big problems where we can't just walk out onto Mars. Yeah. So, the first... The biggest problem is probably the atmosphere, because if you fix that, it fixes most of the other problems. Yeah. So, the atmosphere is constantly being depleted by solar winds mm-hmm. because it doesn't have a magnetic field like the Earth does. Okay. So... Well, why... Wait, it doesn't have a magnetic field? No. Like, at all? No. They think well, it if it has to. so much iron on it, why doesn't it have a magnetic field? I don't know. Maybe it doesn't have iron. Conspiracy? <laughs> oh. No, they, they think it did, I, I think is the theory. But okay. it lost it, I guess, somehow. I don't know. Hmm, that's... Interesting. So it must have a very different core than the Earth. Yeah. Because the Earth has, like, its core is iron, basically, isn't it? The very core. And that's kind of um, where it comes from. I'm I, I'm not even sure we know well, what the core the is. Well, that's the theory. The theory is it's iron, I think. Yeah. But, yeah, who knows? Nobody's ever been down there. But, yeah. Except for Satan. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so the first problem is, obviously, the solar wind. Yeah. So the only way they think they could create an artificial magnetic field 
but it'd be like a giant what? Uh, it'd be like a basically a giant MRI machine floating in Made orbit around Mars. And wouldn't so it have it'd be to like be a massive? space station? I mean, it'd be. I think they would have to have a couple of them. Yeah, probably. But it'd be at about least. the size of the space station, I would guess. Okay, it'd be pretty similar. You just have it in orbit. Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, that seems impractical. I mean, not impractical, that, but it's yeah. That's it probably, seems like it's doable. Even is though it's it doable? Because I, I feel like that's like I don't know if it's doable now, but eventually it should be doable. I guess it that just seems like so big magnets that it's going it to be hard. But I don't know that it has to be that strong of a field. It just has to be enough okay. to... Well, okay. Yeah. It just has to be enough to keep those particles from yeah, the harmful hitting rays. things. I guess. Huh. Okay. Okay. So after they get that, then they can stick an atmosphere in there, right? Well, they can... You can't really just stick an atmosphere <laughs> in. Oh, okay. Dang it. <laughs> you can start to build up the atmosphere. So yeah. creating more gases yeah. to make a denser atmosphere mm-hmm. which creates higher air pressure which is what you really need yeah um, is there um so y- is there like it's not just oxygen randomly there there's in any form is I there i think the only things there is black ice or dry ice sorry not black ice yeah dry ice. so that'd be carbon dioxide carbon dioxide frozen yeah, yeah. and frozen water yeah okay um well what what is it like what is the crust made of like what is the stuff made of uh it's got there's got to be iron there i'm sure I mean, there's iron that's why it's red not yeah i guess i don't really know we that. should probably should look, look it up. up um hmm. but i think the idea there's so there's a couple proposals as to how you would add an atmosphere um the one is a really long-term idea, which is that you could, um, I guess there's three ideas. The one's really long-term, which is, you know, build domes to live in and then oh, yeah. burn fossil fuels, which I guess there's some there. Like, I, w- I would think there's some natural gases and stuff on okay. Mars that you could burn. Okay. And granted, burning takes oxygen. Yeah. But then it creates carbon dioxide, which so you're adding carbon to the atmosphere. Yeah, converting the oxygen into CO two. Yeah, with the carbon. Well, what would be there to burn though exactly? I think there would be some natural gases or fossil fuels. Although, if you found methane, you'd probably be better off just letting it into the air to add atmosphere. Than yeah, to, but doesn't methane come from natural, like I think or methane, organic methane does. Um, there's probably some other. Okay. I don't know. Or does it? Maybe Because oil is also from carbon form. Like, there yeah. have to be... Yeah. Wait, let me see, actually. I don't... Methane may actually be naturally occurring. Like, not from organic, like, life, basically. Yeah. Uh, let me look here. Methane. Because I'm sure... Aren't, what's the gas that is produced by, like, volcanic activity? Because I think Mars would probably have some of that. Um, well, I know sulfur dioxide. Sulfur dioxide comes and, from there, but there's probably others too. Yeah. Where does methane come from? 
Yeah, it's produced in the guts of ruminant livestock. Surely that's not the only place that it comes from. How do you have, like, methane buildups in, like, caves and stuff? Yeah, so... It yeah, that's any sense. Unless yeah. maybe that just is off off gassing of like oil and stuff. Methane. It says iron and titanium and uh, aluminum and magnesium. Oh, really? Like some of the most common elements on Mars. Okay. Okay. Um. Methane. Gas. Yeah, I'm not seeing whether it comes from just organic life. Honestly, I, I guess I don't know. I guess methane could could be on Mars. Yeah. So, yeah, if you could burn that, then... But what does that do for you now, if you're burning things? It creates carbon dioxide. Okay. But it converts oxygen into carbon dioxide and adds carbon. Yeah. So you're not gaining a ton because you're converting. Yeah. But you are gaining the carbon. Okay. Which is a which also helps another problem because it's a greenhouse gas, so that yeah. increases the heat. Okay. I thought we already had um, dry ice on there. There is, but yeah. you have to warm it up enough to heat it or add enough pressure so the ice melts. Yeah. Right. So. So the best way to so there's actually another I guess idea of how you could do it. Oh, Which I think I know where you're going with this. <laughs> dropping nuclear weapons on the poles. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. that sounds like America. Because uh, that, that would melt the carbon dioxide. Yeah. So you'd add a bunch there, but I still don't think there's enough. Yeah. I think you have to... Okay. That's the biggest problem is like, yeah, you can do a lot with that. Yeah. And the other problem is water is actually the largest greenhouse gas in Earth. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. So... We need the water there, but it's too cold mm-hmm. that we would almost, like, it'd be hard to get the water to eva- start evaporating yeah. and create clouds like it does on Earth. Yeah. Makes sense. That you'd have to add a lot more atmosphere to do that. Yeah. Hmm. Well, why don't we just take all our extra carbon that we have here and just ship it over there? <laughs> yeah, because that's easy. All yeah. right, now we're talking. Yeah, solve, solve global warming and... Make Mars be warm, have warmness. <laughs> there you if go. only. I wish uh, moving elements across space <laughs> vast, was easy. <laughs> vast. I mean, distances once you get her out the atmosphere, you just push. It'll hit. Just drag, <laughs> just drag a long hose the whole way there. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, and then just pump it over there. <laughs> yep. That sounds good. <laughs> if only. <laughs> Shoot. So there's not enough. There's not enough carbon dioxide in the caps to I don't think make so. an atmosphere. Not quite. Shoot. I mean it would make it better. You yeah. might get it to the point where, you know, your blood wouldn't boil and freeze well, at that, the same time. That would help. Yeah. <laughs> so we should we should maybe talk about that. Why does so Mars has a unique problem because there's no atmosphere. Yeah. That there's really low air pressure. Yeah. Okay. And freezing yeah. and boiling point change based on pressure. Yeah. And temperature. And temperature. Yeah. So, you know, normal freezing and boiling point aren't always that way. Mm-hmm. That's just the normal for sea level on Earth. Because mm-hmm. if you actually go to Colorado, they change because you're higher up. Yeah. Because it's, it's not much. Because pressure affects it. Yeah. Pressure yeah. affects it. So, 
for ice to freeze, it has to expand. Mm-hmm. And for, um, as it, um, boils, it also expands because it has to, yeah. it has to be able to, yeah, gas is more expanded than water. Yeah. So yeah, it, uh, the lower the pressure, the closer together they get. Mm-hmm. And then you have the unique situation on Mars where a liquid water is not possible. Okay. And like on Earth... Uh, liquid carbon dioxide isn't possible, but theoretically it could be possible on another oh, okay. planet. Yeah, yeah. If the if, if the temperature if there's a pressure, lot more pressure. Yeah. Okay. Huh. We could have liquid carbon dioxide. So yeah. So basically, yeah. So liquid water is not possible. So it's either got to freeze or boil. Yes. And so it kind of just does both. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I Neat. think it. I think it typically freezes first okay but i think because i think they say that your body's insulated enough that your blood would boil but the outside of your body would freeze okay and then eventually when mm -hmm. the blood got out it would just freeze probably yeah yeah that makes sense wow that's a nice thought (laughs) what a great way to die you freeze and boil at the same time yeah (laughs) It sounds like a good way to die. You'd be unique. You'd probably be the first one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, okay, so let's say that we do get an atmosphere somehow, or at least, okay, let's say we get to, we get a full covering of carbon dioxide and it's nice and heavy and holds the heat. Now what? Because that doesn't really you help still, us. You'd have to start getting microorganisms and stuff to create oxygen. Okay. And maybe eventually plants. But that would take a while. Because, that would take a while. Because those, the plants need like, what do plants eat? <laughs> like CO2. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, but they also need other nutrients. So no, no none. No. Uh, okay. Nitrogen. That works. <laughs> and soil. I don't know what it, whatever else is in soil. Yeah. Which I think Mars has most of. Okay. So. So Mars would have what plants need somewhat? Somewhat. I don't know that they're... I think nitrogen might be the biggest problem. Yeah, there's... You'd probably have to fertilize it yeah. manually. With microbes. Yeah. Let the microbes do it. So this is just going to take literally forever. That's fine. <laughs> like, so long. I think scientists say like a minimum, if we did everything we could right now, Yeah. minimum of like a thousand years depending on... Uh, I believe it. Oh, I believe it. Depending on like, but I mean, you get advances in science where they're like, oh, you know what? We can do this and speed it up by a hundred years. Like that maybe could easily happen. You have no idea. Yeah. I mean, it could take, it might not ever happen. Yeah. But. Huh. That, it would be surprising to me if that, if that would ever happen because just the nature of humanity and how. I think we would have to be so much out of room because I think I think in, I think the smart way to do it would be just to have like domes on Mars. Yeah, that would make sense. That'd to make me. a lot more sense. And then over time, you know, if you have factories and stuff and full civilizations, you can keep pumping stuff into the atmosphere. Yeah. And slowly terraform it. Yeah. But mm-hmm. that's going to take forever. Yeah. Hmm. So okay, so let's say we let's say we stick some domes up there, 
and live up there. So now we're doing like we're having civilization. So aren't those factories pumping out CO two? Yeah, essentially, that's what the idea. And so would just be. let them. It would just be over time that would that would happen. Yeah, I see. Okay, well, and then also like you can you take plants up there and they can get going on stuff in the domes and then maybe you can release that. I yeah, you could also release some of that oxygen. I don't yeah. know. Or maybe you need it to keep them but alive. I don't the know. The biggest problem is most functions are converting gases, not creating gases. Well, yeah, you don't create. The only way you can add gas to the atmosphere is taking it from the ground. Yeah. And putting yeah. it in the air. So you'd have to find natural resources. and. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. We could maybe find a way to create some kind of oil there yeah i'm no chemist guy but you take all the iron oxide and you extract the iron and oxide so then you just let the oxygen be doing whatever it wants and you yeah got a bunch of iron then the oxide (laughs) is oxygen yeah i know yeah yeah so then you have because iron oxide you gotta if you want the iron you know you gotta have yeah the not the oxygen yeah yeah, that's they true. Got but you'd have to do a lot of that. <laughs> well, yeah, but that'd and be that's what, what your factories, factories are doing, are doing and yeah. they're pumping out yeah. CO two, and yeah. it's just, just good times. Yeah, tons of steel. Steel might be really cheap on Mars. It'd be awesome. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why it's good up there because you yeah. want all that good steel. Like Earth <laughs> is going to be made of like concrete and stuff, and Mars is going to be made of steel and yeah. iron. And, yeah, yeah. Nice, <laughs> interesting. But I don't like the earth being made of concrete. That sounds... Well, that's what we do. I know. But I don't want it to be all concrete. <laughs> but if we get overpopulated, it might end up being I mean, a lot of concrete. We won't get all concrete. Yeah, I know. But I'm saying right. like Sam concrete. A like a I lot mean, of concrete. I, I wouldn't be shocked if in a couple thousand... Like 2,000 years, if we're still here, we could easily not have ground and just everyone has like growing boxes in their yeah. backyard. <laughs> Whoa. That sounds not dystopian. Me. Yeah. Not yeah. my family. We're not selling our land. Yeah. <laughs> in two thousand years you're not selling your land. Yeah. The government's gonna be like, here's eighteen trillion dollars. Well but in, for your land. In the in and the future like, no. eight, with inflation yeah. eighteen trillions. Yeah, eighteen yeah. trillion would be like Five two dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, I think it sounds more plausible if we're living there. Yeah, I agree. I think can, it's going to be domed. I think, honestly, we, we might do that on the moon first. Do domes on the moon? Yeah. Although I don't know what the moon's made of. Maybe, I don't know, can you grow stuff on the moon? No idea. I Honestly, I have no idea what it's made of. Well, I think either way, you're going to have to use mostly your own feces to create Probably. organic matter to grow stuff. Probably. And and Whoa. all your food has to get imported from Earth anyway, and well, that'd be hard. Like, the Martian, he eats potatoes all the time, and then he grows them in his own crap. Yeah. <laughs> so he... he <laughs> Gonna eats be the potato, poops the potato, grows the potato. I, I think from they the do potato. I think nice. he actually did potatoes because it's like the most efficient for like okay amount of food to how easy it is to grow. 
What are you pointing at? I don't know. Apparently, the moon has a core. Does it have a magnetic field? No. I don't know. I didn't look up. Uh, I doubt it. I don't... <coughs> the moon is made of silicon, magnesium, iron, calcium, aluminum, oxygen. So cool. that's the crust. Silicon. Uh, yeah. What did I say? I think I knew that. That's what I said. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I think... But I'm saying that, that sounds... Familiar. So not very growable. Yeah, no. Unless you create silicon life forms. Now there's a whole other topic. <laughs> Instead of carbon-based life forms, yeah. you have silicon-based life. Excuse me, what? Yeah. Dude, is so that some kind of That's thing? definitely science, yes. There's, because there's actually theories on that being possible Yeah, like aliens are silicon-based instead of carbon-based. Like, we're carbon-based, but silicon and carbon are, like, are they right above... Neck or they're one of them's right above the other one in the periodic yeah. table, so they have the same number of electrons yeah. and the same valency. Yeah. So, basically, anything you can do with carbon, you can essentially replace with silicon. That's real life science. Yeah. So, but I forget. I think silicon's lighter. Well, silicon's less uh, accessible to the Earth. Like it's yeah. not very common. Yeah, it's not quite. Whereas it's not as if common. you go to another planet maybe like it's completely made yeah or the like the moon yeah it's completely made of it yeah it's a lot more likely that nice. stuff would hey so so is it possible to it's not possible to like engineer a silicon based life form like try. take something that we have now and just replace it with silicon i don't I don't, I don't think that that's how do that works. i think we should try <laughs> i don't think that's how that works we can maybe like try to Stick some genes in silicon and see if it creates a cell. I <laughs> don't know. <laughs> yeah, except, well, maybe. I don't know. That'd don't be know. weird. <laughs> yeah, that'd be interesting so, science, though. It's but it's a- definitely got to be possible. I mean, surely there's got to be a way. Maybe. Because it's basically, I mean, silicon and carbon are, they're essentially interchangeable. I mean, you can pretty much just completely change them out. But is there any properties of silicon that are different from carbon because i know silicon's a semiconductor yeah. is carbon carbon is too isn't it i think so okay yeah i'm not sure about that i guess but it'd be interesting like what would what would the difference be between the two life forms as i mean obviously they'd look different but i'm saying yeah. like well i mean there's really no reason they would be anything alike yeah but let's say you replace every carbon atom in a human with silicon. Would they like? What would happen? I don't know. I don't know that anyone knows. Yeah. Well, I guess. I mean, yeah. But like, I don't know. I guess like you'd have to look that up. But that'd be yeah. interesting if they would like completely change, or if it would basically stay the same. Like they wouldn't feel any different because it's they're essentially interchangeable. It's just they'd be lighter because silicon's lighter. Yeah. Are you looking that up? The silicon thing? Um, kind of. Uh, pull up that periodic table again. I want to see. Where is silicon? Compared? It's right underneath. Right underneath? Yeah. So carbon's heavier. Or carbon's lighter. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Carbon has six and silicon has 14. Yeah, that's science. Yeah, they both have same four va- valence same, electrons. Yeah, same valency. Yeah. 
That's all that matters. Anywho, so is there a talk of terraforming the moon, or is it mainly just Mars? Well, I don't know if you could terraform the moon, because I don't think it has any atmosphere at all. <clears throat> well, no, but neither does Mars. Well, Mars kind but of Mars has, it has very frozen s- things that you can use for an atmosphere. But it also has very thin atmosphere. Oh, it does? It actually has an atmosphere. Oh, it does? Really okay. Thin. Okay. I think the moon... I thought it to. was just dust. Like, just dust. Not really. No, there's an atmosphere. Because the dust has to have a, somewhere to go. What could just be... F- well, yeah, that's true. That makes like, sense. Like, it has to be an atmosphere for the dust to... To float in. Float. <clears throat> yeah, Also, that's, that's the other thing, is people were really worried about dust storms. Mm-hmm. Turns out they're not really that big of a deal. Oh, really? Like, the... It looks really bad from, like, pictures and stuff. Mm-hmm. But because the sand is so, like, the wind's actually not very strong, but the sand's so light that it looks like it's picking up a massive, what looks like would be, like, 100-mile-an-hour winds here. Yeah. Is only, like, 5-mile-an-hour winds there. I see. And it it's just so light so and like, fine. It is a problem. Like, you'd have to go inside every time it happens. Yeah. But it's just really fine dust so it floats really fast yeah okay and it looks really bad so if you got a fake atmosphere up there though i mean like a, a denser atmosphere is it that going to be a problem then you probably storms? have more winds yeah. yeah so that then that would be a problem wouldn't it yeah unless you have enough moisture that you could it oh yeah there's just enough moisture in the atmosphere that it would kind of suck up a lot of the dust, the dust yeah. down yeah that makes sense dang Wow, this is so neat. I want to terraform Mars now. <laughs> but yeah, so you got so you got people up there and they're living and they got plants up there and they're growing things and they're getting so what they do with the plants is we start by importing soil. So you just got soil up there and you just grow plants like normally in a dome. And then as you get more and more you are able to compost and then you just you're able to expand more and yeah. more. So and where you get the water is you melt it from the ice caps and then they take the oxygen from the water and make it and and make it into a gas mm-hmm. and from the CO2 and make that into a into just oxygen gas. Yeah. And so that's how you start to get your oxygen atmosphere. Mm-hmm. That makes sense to me. But after you get the atmosphere The problem is we still I don't think there's enough gases there to create an atmosphere sufficient <clears throat> okay like it's still would so we're be still gonna really have to cold. import gases yeah is what you're telling me also okay. i think there's a i think they've suggested that one way you could heat up the planet without having to increase the atmosphere so that way it's not really cold mm-hmm. is to have like essentially the same thing as the um, magnetic field where you have stuff orbiting you'd have oh, like yeah. like a like it's like a ship or whatever there mm-hmm. that has mirrors that would be deflecting light back toward mars okay and would point more light toward mars to Just heat it up okay. build all your domes out of vanta black <laughs> yeah yeah well except no because you gotta have them be see-through you gotta have uh, the sun be able to go in there and make well, green. You could have big brain and make it somehow. No, make work. the floor. Make the floor that, <laughs> ah, and then glass roof. Yeah, that's where the light goes in and then heats up from yeah, the bottom. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. That's and if and brain. if you have 
a glass roof or even like plastic, you have a greenhouse effect. Yeah. yeah. Without the gas. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So it is going to warm up just and naturally. Mm-hmm. You could maybe. I don't really know how science works, Me but either. do like a two-way mirror or a one-way mirror? Is that how? Yeah. So it could science. go in, hit. Well, I mean, it's going to get absorbed by the black anyhow. Well, but if you do like a. It couldn't go back Like out. what we have. Well, that's kind of how greenhouses work anyway. It's like yeah. plastic yeah. and it lets it in, but then the deflection, the light kind of weakens as it deflects, I think. And so it is harder for it to get back well, out. Well, doesn't it, isn't it that it kind of diffuses and it's it so it's scattered and it reflects some of it back when and the, then when the sun is doing out. it it's all directed and mm. kind of pointed and it goes in but then when it goes in it diffuses and since light since to go in to glass it has to be at a certain angle because that's why refraction happens is because it bends it so when it diffuses then a lot of it doesn't isn't able to escape because it's not at the right angle to penetrate the glass mm-hmm. So that's Makes why sense. it keeps it in there, keeps some light in there. But then also when it hits hits inside, it creates heat and it the light energy is lost and it transfers to heat energy. And yeah. heat energy doesn't escape from the glass either. And that's also partly why mm-hmm. it does it. That's what it I do want to see is. if there's any like natural gases on Mars. Like you mean to burn? Yeah, like okay. I, I mean, I mean, we can use solar panels for power. Yeah, but but you're talking about heat, like heat, or if we can get like methane to release, that's a pretty good, uh, like an energy greenhouse source. gas or energy source. Yeah, I mean, okay. yeah, you can either burn it and or just, create gas, or you can just let it out and it yeah. is a greenhouse gas. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. interesting science is so hard (laughs) i wish i knew more science yeah Um, they think mars might have oil and natural gas but they're not really they're not sure okay because i i always thought that oil was from plants that's what i thought it's called animals and animals yeah like That's why they, it's called fossil fuels. They actually find like dinosaur teeth and stuff yeah. in foss in uh in, in oil, oil when yeah. they drill it. But what if it's not? What if oil is I don't have any science, but well, what if it's not? Yeah. Because I think well, apparently it's not if it's on Mars. I think oil is mostly That's what I'm talking about. I think oil's mostly animals and plants are like coal. I think. Oh really? Why do yeah. you I could be Why wrong. is this thought? I'm, this I'm getting... I know that there's like um like fossil imprints in coal that I think depicts that they were plants. I I could be wrong, oh, yeah. but I think that's the case. Okay. Yeah. That it's Well, okay, I'm just going to I mean, that's totally fine. But what about oil? Why I don't know. My sister did a paper in college about it. Okay. And I have never read it, so I don't really know anything. But I know my dad thinks that oil is, um, like, continually made or something in, like, the core of the earth, and it's shoved into the pockets through the spinning. 
I don't know why he thinks this. I don't know that that's science. Like, I think it's actually. I think it's actually organic matter. Yeah, yeah but how that's can what you I be thought. for sure it's about It's decomposed that. organic matter. I'm and it's pressurized. basically just carbon. They can though, artificially not? make it. Like they. Well, okay. Yeah. You take organic matter and you compress it. But does that and heat it? Reason out that that's how that that oil had to be made. You know, like yes, yeah, I, I know understand. I know what you're saying. You can do it one way, but why is that the only way? Yeah. Yeah. I um, don't know. I mean, and you could be right, and the general. That's just my understanding that's what of most how oil people is. say. But what if it's not? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Well, apparently, know. if if there must be another Mars, way to do it, if Mars has some, yeah, if Mars has oil, then apparently it's Unless not. Unless they had life at one point. Oh, well, that's the whole theory. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That well, there was there is evidence that Mars had like rivers and stuff before, like from like water. Yeah water erosion stuff yeah huh well i mean that doesn't mean it had life though but oh man yeah i've always thought that oil like fossil fuels it's called fossil fuels because they're fossils unless it's not because they want to throw scarcity in there so that you overpay for it because it's actually a recurring yeah oil's made from plants and animals the oil barons are indoctrinating us i mean probably they're saying all right i'm gonna buy into this theory okay (laughs) i i read somewhere that um it's mostly i want to say the rockefellers uh coined the word fossil fuels oh yeah promote scarcity yeah so then people pay more for it but i'm not sure i mean how do you know anything yeah how do you know anything this says it i think it this says the primary source of oil for us is plankton. Okay. From the Jurassic period. I see. Plankton. And that's basically just little plants, isn't it? Plants and animals. Plants and animals. Yeah. Yeah, this says <laughs> it's large quantities of dead organisms. Um, some like plankton and algae buried underneath rock. And subject to intense heat and pressure. Yeah. Well, Which, see, that's the creationist argument, I think, yeah. is it's compressed, like, dead animals that were compressed by the flood. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Tons of could, sediment. Yeah, you can create it quicker and... if you compress it really quickly and mm-hmm. heat it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that that's also what I was going to say, is, it, is them, it being fossil fuels, fits with a flood model like also, a noah's global flood model. it's interesting that there's like pockets of it if it's compressed organic matter like that do all the animals die in the same spot yeah that is a little bit weird it's a little bit weird yeah that there's yeah big fields of it well but, there's and like then in other places there's, there's like streams of it oh really i thought it was just like little like yeah, basic caverns that filled with oil earth's core keeps making that oil and it streams it's just rivers of oil under the earth basic that's what i'm maybe maybe (laughs) i don't know yeah i i kind of like that theory though because what theory it's more optimistic that we're not going to actually run out of oil yeah (laughs) well i'm not really worried like i think by the time we run out of oil We'll hopefully have figured other stuff out. Well, I 
I mean, we have nuclear power, if nothing else. Yeah, we might blow up, but we will <laughs> No survive. big deal. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, nuclear power isn't... I guess, I mean, those. there's been several events, I suppose. Well, but modern nuclear plants are a lot safer, I think. Yeah. Like, France is completely powered by nuclear energy, and they sell it to Germany. Is yeah. it really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I think I heard that somewhere. France is like at the top of the food chain now for production of energy because they yeah. have nuclear plants so it's That's, constant and it's like it takes so little fuel to make such much energy oh yeah that it's i mean, I mean uh, granted it's probably super expensive and i don't know that it's that much rare. more expensive than like oils and stuff oh really like uranium is not as i mean it's hard to get because it's regulated but yeah. I don't know that it's actually that expensive. Oh, okay. I mean, it might become expensive if everyone starts using yeah, it. Yeah, I suppose. But, and I think they think that they could eventually figure out how to do it with other elements, too. Oh, but that would be fancy. Yeah. Technetium. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> no, like, so, I guess we're getting off on a rabbit trail, but I like it. That's uh, okay. Energy, like, I think the best source of clean renewable energy and it's not renewable but clean energy is probably nuclear yeah makes like, sense to me there's yeah there's no emission i mean there's some waste but it's well, not it's there contained. is some waste but but it's hard to contain it like you gotta bury it in cement you know and it's not gonna be yeah because it's, it's really corrosive yeah but, and it's gonna get it stays toxic for hundreds and hundreds of years yeah so it's like that's so it's not real clean i, I mean i don't know that you can call not, it real clean it's not carbon or anything yeah that's it's going not into like greenhouse air. gases but it's, it's still dangerous it is dangerous and you have to be really careful with what you're doing with yeah. it. yeah but the problem with so i always kind of get annoyed when people talk about like oh we'll just use solar for everything because it doesn't work no it doesn't you'd have work. to have so many batteries mm-hmm. it's insane like mm-hmm financially like you could spend all of the u.s's earnings for like 10 years straight on taxes like the entire budget going toward batteries mm-hmm. to fund like it wouldn't cover it yeah yeah it, t- it would take we, i don't think we have enough lithium ion in the world to do it no um and there's no other way of storing because electricity. because they don't understand that when you talk about energy you're not just talking about the stuff that powers your house, you're talking about all the cars and all yes. the machinery that goes on. Also, too. the biggest problem is the highest energy use is at night. Yeah, exactly. Everybody turns That's their lights on. That's why you need on. your batteries. Everyone turns the lights on when the sun goes down. So yeah. you can't go off of solar because it's the exact opposite of when you need the So this power. is what you do. You wire all your solar panels on one side of the earth to the other one. So you have a grid of the entire Earth instead of just the U.S.? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, then, you'd have to... But now the U.N. has to be involved. <laughs> well, yeah. no, it doesn't. Just abolish the U.N. and start something else. <laughs> I mean, we could create a global grid, I, I guess. Mean, honestly, it's eventually, as much as we all here hate to say it, either the world is going to become kind of a one-world thing, nope. or it's going to become... It's going to dissolve into chaos. Nice. I think 
I don't know that the nation state I don't know is going to stick around. Will, I don't know if it will be like a one world government, but I do think there will become well, there will be like a lot more unification. Single, yeah, like single uh, standardizations. And, yeah, and one language that everyone speaks. Yeah, and one you know unit of money that everyone uses. Yeah. stuff like that. I think is going to probably happen. Yeah, I still think there might be like a form of like you know world government. Where it's like kind of like the kind of like the UN, kind of like the UN, but it'll still be countries you think that so? have voices. I, I mean, I, I think I could for nothing it, else, suppose, but... it would be choice for people to have. Like, you know, if I want to own a gun, I can go to the U.S. and own a gun. If I want free health care, I can go to Canada and get free health care. Yeah, like you're allowed to live where you want. I guess. Yeah. I suppose. Yeah, that would make sense. So it's basically just instead of it'd be like the federal government is now the UN and the states are all the different countries. Yeah, we'd be adding another layer to it. Yeah. But what happens when the communist countries don't want to let their citizens go to America? (laughs) The UN steps in and says, no, you have to. And then the communists say, no, actually, here's a bunch of guns that say we don't. Yeah. Yeah, then you have civil war. I mean, yeah. See, that's why I'm saying it's like it's either gonna be we're all gonna get on board with some somehow we're all gonna get on board, or it's all gonna kind of yeah we're gonna dissolve into even well, less I mean, than nation states. It's gonna be just <clears throat> tribalism again. Nice. Hmm. Well, I mean, I'm not completely <laughs> against that, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. So. I don't know. And the reason is think, because our population is increasing so yes. much. So it's gonna it's gonna have to be one or the other because and here's here's the thing. I think I, I, well just looking at like the back. US. Yeah. The US will never be occupied by another country. Never? I don't think it will ever be occupied. Even if the by government takes country. all of the guns. I I suppose the military would step in, but even if even well, if the but, U.S. government tried to take away guns, I don't know that that could ever happen. I think they might try. Well, yeah, I, I don't, don't think it would be successful. I think they would be met with a lot of bullets. I think, it, <laughs> yeah, I, I think it would be impossible to enforce because yeah, there's like two guns per household or something ridiculous. No, it's I think quite. it's I think it's one gun per household. One gun at per least home. one go- gun. I think half I of no, 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 many no. households. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> It's one gun per person. Yes. Yeah, that's what US. I think it is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, one gun per person, you really think you're going to be able to just <laughs> yeah. say, okay, I, give me all the guns now, and yeah. everyone's going to say, oh, that's yeah, that's a great happen. idea. No, that's well, not going to happen. some people would say that that's a great and idea. And I think, I think the biggest problem is the majority of cops and military personnel are going to be in the group that says, no, that's not going to happen. Yeah, exactly. And those exactly. are the guys that you're trying to get to enforce it. Yeah. Exactly. So it's never going to happen. I don't think it's ever going to happen. And if another country tries to stop America, like the U.S. hunters, not even just people who have guns, people who hunt, Mm -hmm. make up like the second largest army in the world. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. (laughs) That's awesome. Like the largest standing force at one time in anywhere was opening day in Pennsylvania a couple years ago. Really? Like the like if you armed armed if you, force yeah if you counted that as like an armed force yeah there were more people there than like any other military battle that has existed wow. so far I mean I believe it like that's insane but as nice. far as okay but as far as another country occupying the U S I feel like 
okay, I can agree with you, but only if the U.S. continues to be yes, what the it U.S. Is. Yes. So, but so the only way that it's going to go down I is think, if it if it destroys itself. I think there's a very that's what I think is the biggest possibility. Is yeah. Like, oh yeah, for sure. Civil war. <laughs> like right I now. I mean, just look at current events. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yep. So, and that's why people want to go after. That's why I'm. I feel like the conspiracy theories of they're trying to take down the U.S. You know, and you're trying to, and they're trying to, like the communists are infiltrating and stuff. That's true, obviously, because that's the only way to take us down. And so, it's got to be a conspiracy because anything outright wouldn't work. Does that make sense? Yeah. So our enemies are working undercover and because they have to because that's the only way that's going to work yeah you can't just straight up i hate america exactly get away with it exactly you can't do that so like i don't think people realize how dominant america's military is we are a world empire i mean we are the biggest world empire that's ever existed there's a legitimate argument that if a war started and it was the u.s against everyone else the u.s at minimum would create a standoff to the point where other countries yeah. would just say like, okay, like we give up. Yeah. Like nice. <laughs> you look at like what we like the U S army is insane yeah. compared to other countries. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like we have, what is it? Like five aircrafts, like super crafts, like big ones. And the rest of the world I think has two. Wait, oh, <laughs> what do you, okay, what do you mean aircraft super crafts? Car- aircraft carriers, super aircraft carriers, whatever they like, are. Like, boats, aircraft carriers? Yes. Okay. I think we have five of them. Only five? Well, five <laughs> big ones. I think we have five big ones. Okay. We might have some smaller ones. Okay. And the, the rest of the world combined has two. Has two. <laughs> smaller, small ones. Yeah, nice. I think China's planning to build a super craft yeah. or super carrier. No. Yeah, don't let them. But like, <laughs> we have like. At least, I think it might be like seven, but it's at least five. Yeah. And planning to build more. Yeah. Well, sh- good. Build them all. And that's the only reason why so, there's so much relative relative peace yeah. in the world is because America is the dominant force. Yeah. So you could also argue that, like, okay, so the only argument that anyone else would stand a chance is like China and Russia have a ton of troops. Yeah. But that's not how you win wars anymore. No, not at all. Like you look at nuclear power, you can wipe out any any standing body with one nuke. I yeah, mean, like like it's it's insane. Yeah, and so the other thing is the so the largest air force is the U.S. Air Force. Mm-hmm. Second is the U.S. Navy. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's awesome. the largest, the second largest air force is the navy. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. So our our boats have more planes than other countries have, have planes. Have planes? Yeah, yeah. That's that's awesome. That's that cool. is so good. But so okay, where are we going with this though? What were we talking about? Oh, oh we goodness. were talking about how the U.S. would have to destroy itself. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And that's why, because right now we're basically keeping the world in the state of nation states. Yes. Because I feel like if it wasn't for the U.S., 
everyone would kind of bow to the UN and it, the UN would become the cent- the center of power, which I think you'd still have China and Russia being China and Russia, but the US is a very big yeah, part of Yeah, I suppose. Although it might be more divided where it's like China and Russia versus the UN. Maybe, maybe, yeah, probably. That's probably, probably. what it would be instead yeah. of now. It's instead like, of China and Russia versus the U.S., yeah, you know, like the rest of the world is not really on our side, but kind of because they're going to get destroyed otherwise, you know. So yeah. they kind of have to be friends with us. And then China and Russia are the ones that are mainly against us yeah. because, yeah, communism and stuff. That's why the Chinese sent the virus over. Yeah, probably inside teardown. Yeah, and then. The, all the communist agents inside the U.S. say, lock them up and, you know, lock the economy up and cripple so, them from the inside, you know, because of coronavirus. What's your guys' opinion on leaving the U.N.? It, yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Probably yes. sounds like a good idea. Dissolving the U.N. would be fine with me. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of people from the U.S. specifically who think that. Yeah. I mean, the U.S. basically pulls the entire weight of it well yeah i mean like, the u.s yeah essentially i like, think we should leave it let them let them do what they uh, want i think i saw let some statistics themselves. like the u.s is like the only country that provided the specified amount of like uh military force to the u.n that it's supposed to I believe it and like i think there's two other countries that are doing it now but it's like most of the countries are and it's like gdp base so it's like your country's gdp is mm-hmm. this mm. it means you're supposed to be providing this amount of troops yeah and other countries aren't doing it yeah they're just Makes kind sense. of mooching off the u.s makes sense the US. because we're we have all the prosperity that we have so much to give yeah. that we just it just pours out of our ears and every and everyone so, else what's your opinion on like the budget for the military because it it's, mm. keeps getting kind of ridiculous yeah like, at what point are we saying, okay, we have what the biggest we military? Yeah. And at what point are we saying, well, we have to keep getting better? Well, yeah, yeah I suppose. I mean... And there's also an argument that... I don't know. I think the reason we're still in Afghanistan is I think we don't want it to be over. We want to keep testing stuff and keep trying new... We don't want to get lax by yeah. not having any active if conflict. If you're in constant war, you're constantly improving everything. Yeah. If you're not in war, suddenly you have a whole bunch of things that you think would work well, but they might have you a know, flaw because yeah. you don't know what other countries have. Yeah, and then you use it. them when it actually matters and you yeah, die. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah, sure basically. the U.S. still has stuff that they're not talking about that they have. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, probably. Like, for sure. 100%. But I don't know that, like, I don't know that it would be beneficial to just not have a military conflict. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's I mean, almost, that's really cynical, though. It <laughs> like, is. That's so, like... like yeah, we yeah, want to be at war that way. Yeah, we I don't want to have stuff. that but view, it's like, but it's rip like, the other people, then. Yeah, ex- you know, they're exactly. Just, they're getting yeah. destroyed for no for, real reason. For our military testing. So, <laughs> yeah. Like, at what point are we supposed to police the Middle East? Like... As far... In, like, for terrorism yeah. situation? Like... Well, as far as we need to, I think. I mean... Yeah. But, but but it's also like if you don't if you aren't constantly making sure that there's not if you're not constantly there enforcing your will then there's going to be terrorism that rises up because that's just how it is. Yeah, there. but it's also like what if 
they're doing their thing because we're occupying them and they're like hey stop but i it. don't think it is because they attacked us before we were occupying them well a lot of it is Maybe. actually like so well i don't know if that's actually true like insurgents I don't, I don't most either. of them are like foreign like they're from another part of the country and they go most in insurgents you say? yeah okay. they're from like another somewhere else and they're coming into these like towns and causing yeah issues yeah so most of the people there are actually on the u.s's side typically yeah like there's not very many cities where the u.s is not welcome why don't yeah. they get their own military because why are we in there cleaning up their mess exactly well but be- true but they don't have the it everything boils down to culture essentially they don't have the culture that is able to unify them in order that they can work together to build that kind of weak a cultures get, get overtaken by stronger cultures heck them we don't need them anyhow well yes but that you got to remember though that they're people yeah they are people and they deserve Sounds to be a lot like cared Germany. about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Heck. <'em. laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm an isolationist. Well, I, I understand that, but well, yeah, no, I get that argument that we should just pull out. But what I'm saying is, okay. I guess I thought you were saying like, we should just dominate them because no, we shouldn't dominate them. If someone else moves in and dominates them, that's not our problem. Okay. Is what I'm getting. Yeah. Yeah. But it okay. is our problem when they come to the U.S. and yeah, fly planes into a town. Exactly. I get it. There's and that's, that part, but... Yeah. And that's what they do is they go into towns yeah. and build up infrastructure to attack us, not to just take over there. Well, those other places should get the guns. Yes, but they don't then have the, the culture. move in. They don't have that kind of a culture. Get the culture They're tribalistic. Well, that's the, that's why we should be. The U.S. has tried multiple times to go to places and give them weapons, yeah, and train them, and the people don't want to do it. No, because they're too they don't want to tie to their tribal yeah, they loyalties. They don't want to please. They don't want to please their own communities, even though they see the benefit that it's given the U.S. Yeah, they don't want to do it that way. Yeah, and it's because they're splintered into a hundred thousand different groups, and they're not unified. Yeah. They're all tribal over there. And so that's why it's not, you can't, and that's why you can't really go in there and make them have democracy either because they don't understand how that works. And it's not their fault. It's just, you you have to teach them at an even more fundamental level. And that, and people would get angry if you tried to do that. Yeah, I understand that because you're trying to just go in and take over their culture. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I get it. Yeah. Like, why? But it's also like, why, why are we, we wasting our resources and stuff on yeah. them? Well, but according to Colin, maybe it's not wasting our resources. Maybe I it's mean, beneficial. We have so many you know? nukes oh, and yeah. weapons yeah. from the Cold War that we didn't use. But you can't use them, or else no. people get mad at you. Yeah. Yeah. But well, if I we have a constant war well, where yeah. we're constantly trying new things and using them, yeah, like tanks from a hundred years ago aren't helpful anymore. Yeah, like, you can't just use them a hundred years ago, right? Yeah. So there's an argument that like if we have the resources ready, it's not ineffective to use them. Yes, you have to create new stuff, but you're gonna have to create new stuff anyway. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I guess. And then you know what works and what doesn't. Yeah. And <clears throat> exactly. there is the argument that, like, okay, 
there is parts of the government where they are pushing for war just to have war because it makes money. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's true too. There is that. Yeah. But there's also the argument that, you know, you're going to spend some money anyway. Yeah. At what point are you okay with spending a little bit extra to have the consistent change that you want? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's hard. <laughs> it's hard it's hard to improve your military without having a conflict that you can Yeah, makes sense. practice on. Yeah, that makes sense. It sounds bad when I say practice. But <laughs> yeah, but, but I mean that's what you're essentially doing. what you're doing what it and it's that's yeah. really cynical and almost evil sounding, but it's just kind of the reality. Yeah. The nature of reality. Yeah, dang. Yeah, it's too complicated that whole question the que- the Middle Eastern question is too complicated, yeah, it's and it hard. always has been. Mm-hmm. You well, can't just go in there guns blazing and expect to get I things also, figured out. I'm also hesitant because, like they say, like you know, like I think it's like 60 percent Americans don't want to be in Afghanistan. Yeah, but how many Americans sit down and like sit with a military person who's you know seen everything and say, okay, what's what like why are you still there? Yeah. Not very many people do that. Like, it's mostly just like, oh, this amount of money is coming out of my check and going to this war that we've been fighting for 10 years, and yeah. I don't see any difference. Yeah. So it's not worth it. Yeah. Right? That's like, there's actually has been the biggest argument against democracy ever has been ordinary people might not be the best at decision making for a large group yeah but that's also the worst argument (laughs) that's also why u.s i think that's why the u.s is a democratic republic yeah right it's people who are there every day and do the research Mm -hmm. to find that stuff out but at this point it feels like people might be pushing uh pushing ideas just because it gets some votes Mm -hmm. and that's kind of a problem but also i mean I don't think that's the only reason we're not a full democracy. No, it's not. Democracies. Democracy is tyranny. And, yeah. 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 One group has a slight majority and they control everything. Yeah. It's not okay. Yeah. Well, right. democracy is essentially just anarchy. Because essentially, an anarchy yeah, might make right, and that's yeah. essentially democracy. Could, majority rules. You can think about it like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, a democracy is basically the least amount of civilization you can have or or at least yeah honestly like we have elementary kids do democracy exactly (laughs) exactly like we have more men we beat you up (laughs) like yeah that's just how it works i have heard i've heard an interesting proposal one time somebody was saying that they think there should be uh issues on ballots with like voting so like yeah oh like there should say be. like the Senate can say like we're gonna push these five issues forward. They're on the ballot for people to vote for. Mm-hmm. So like that, that would be more democratic. That would be getting be. more democratic. It but would also, be. but also kind of good. It would it would be good because it would force people to well not force people but it would encourage people to do their research. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they know the issues. It's also like well, but that's that's the biggest problem is a lot of those people. A lot of people know don't the care. Issues. A lot of people don't care. They're yeah. just going to vote for their party, and whatever their party said they want, yeah, 
that's the issue that they're gonna vote for yeah yeah Mm -hmm. like a uh i don't know some bill could go in that puts restrictions on things that i don't want restrictions on Mm -hmm. and say even if my senator would be say republican or right-leaning mm-hmm. they may still pass it and i'd be like hey no actually that's too much regulation yeah so it's like even though i would be like yeah my senator's good but that specific issue i'm like actually i don't want that passed yeah that that would be nice so, then, yeah to be able be to nice. do that yeah that's true and then it you'd still retain i mean then if your senator just keeps doing stuff that you don't like and does that majority, then you just yeah, then vote him out. Vote him out. That's yeah. good. That's re- that's republicanism, and then that voting on the issues is democracy. I would say. Yeah. All I know is less legislation, the better. Generally, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yep. And that's a whole other topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but how did we get from this or how did we get to this we didn't even go through the space force oh yes we didn't even do that now that we're talking about the u.s we should talk about space force yeah we're talking about the military we'll just just segue right in there there. yeah so i mean (laughs) yeah space force i think it makes sense really yeah i don't exactly know what all it encompasses so the basics of it is currently the air force controls the military satellites Mm-hmm. so okay. they already do the launchings and stuff for that so the space force would just take over that portion of the air force mm-hmm. but i would also argue that uh space force should also have a rocket on standby at all times for asteroid deflection nice yeah okay that's neat like You're fighting the asteroids <laughs> Yeah, How common it, is that, though, for an asteroid to be close I mean, enough to I mean, it's not that tear. common, but high-velocity impacts, like, easily destroying cities. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Like, but that's whole like, cities just that's getting wiped out. never happened before. I mean, not even in recorded history. It's been... Has it not? No. Um, it's There's been, like, close ones where it's, like, there was one... I mean, there's it, been events, but they happen in, like, Siberia or something, yeah. you know, like, or land in the ocean. Most of them land in the ocean. Good coincidence. Yeah. But well, like, not even really, because like right how many cities city. are in the world, and then how much ocean in if, Siberia is yeah, there? Yeah, you know. Right. If you look at the like point, like there's some like pretty big uh, areas that are like like the one in Mexico is like a couple miles wide, I think. Yeah, and there's one in Arizona. There's one in that's Arizona big, too. Yeah, yeah. That like there's big depressions from it, and that affects more than just that depression. Like that creates like a giant earthquake everywhere yeah mm-hmm. um and sends up dust cloud that causes a mini ice age <laughs> yeah if it's real big yeah that is interesting that that they say that happened like yeah it created enough like it blocked out enough of the sun that it froze everything really quick yeah well that's that happened at mount st helens too didn't yeah it? yeah well that, well, not to I mean, such an extreme, but yes, it, it did, did happen. Not it to cooled. such an extreme? No. I mean, it went all over the world, but it didn't cool the oh, world. Oh, wait. You're talking... Wait, what? Yeah. It, you're talking full it, world ice age? Y- well, well, not... From an asteroid? No, not ice age, but cooling. Like, ma- really? Major full cooling. Full world? Yeah. Oh. Because Mount okay, St. Helens gotcha. ash went 
all over the world. Did it really? Yes. I didn't know that. But it didn't It didn't really, it wasn't real thick. Right, so it right. Caused, but in the localized area, it did. It yeah, yeah. Stuff. It caused, I mean, it was ashy for a yeah. long time. I mean, there was ash in Russia. Snow. I don't know. What? Maybe it didn't snow and it was just ash. I but I was know. thinking it got cold. No, it's not, no, not that cold. But like, you know, like that year was probably cooler on Interesting. than average, you know. And like there was ash in Russia. I mean, mom remembers ash from Mount St. Really? Helens. Yeah. And it was, yeah, and it was really ashy around Mount St. Helens for a long time and probably got a lot cooler. But if you well, if I, you really mega size that, then you could imagine that it would be kind of a mini ice age, not a real yeah. ice age, but cooler for a, like if, quite a while. Yeah, if that dust is all in the air and it blocks out the sun, yeah, yeah, it can easily cool it pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. But that's what the Creation Museum people think happened after the flood. Something. Really? It was like volcanic activity Ash. after the flood, and yeah. then during it, the flood, then that's there was when a lot of the volcanoes. ice when they say would say that the ice age was yeah was after huh. the flood. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's that yeah. theory. Yeah, they got a whole big wall about it. It's pretty yeah. interesting. It is actually. really interesting. I actually I've been there, but I I didn't remember that. How part long of ago? Because I've been there know. twice, and I don't think it was there the first time I was there. Okay, okay. it's been a couple years. Hmm. I was maybe like a it's maybe been four years or so. Hmm. Yeah. But so that would be I mean that would be all that Space Force is about is just defending from asteroids and then taking care of the satellites or are they actually going to well, have space there might be spacecraft space like, marines that go up there and fight <laughs> I mean <laughs> if China starts trying to take out our satellites then maybe yeah. I mean maybe we start But why would it do it with manned it would never do it with manned it wouldn't do vehicles. no they do like a drone or something Yeah which is yeah. what we would probably do. Like, yeah, there wouldn't be like astronauts going around there and fighting like Star no. Wars type I mean, stuff. If we started colonizing the moon, then yeah, maybe they send some people up there. Yeah. Whoa, <laughs> that'd be neat. That's that's when you know you've made it is when you have start having war in space. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how much of that is possible. Like. Yeah, that'd be Your very Your weapons hard. would have to be very different. Yeah. That would be very Laser weapons. Laser oh, yeah. weapons. Star Wars. Probably. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Laser weapons. I mean, they I already guess. do it. In space. I mean, but... Because lasers wouldn't cause, like, backwards propulsion, would they? I don't think so. So, there you go. I mean, because that's... Wouldn't that be the main I mean, reason why you wouldn't want bullets? Because it would cause you to kind of yeah. not be able to steer yeah essentially. That, that is very true i think the other issue is there's a lack of atmosphere so it's hard for the bullet to actually travel very well i think or the explosion wouldn't do the same i don't know i, don't I feel know. like the lack of atmosphere would make it travel better <laughs> it would wouldn't it, well, it would it have really less resistance it would go straight yeah. it but wouldn't, i it think wouldn't. and it basic wouldn't lose velocity yeah exactly. but you wouldn't have very much oxygen to pull for the explosion oh, yeah that'd be or, a problem well yeah but if i'm i'm just talking straight at bullets like not yeah the bullets incendiary. would go faster yeah yeah no yeah not incendiary bullets but uh, well bombs or whatever you're talking about missiles no, yeah rockets the whatever the gunpowder in the cartridge 
You don't think it? You don't, don't think it explode in space? I almost guarantee you'd explode Whoa. in space. You'd have to have a. Does it take oxygen? I don't think. Yeah. It takes How do you oxygen. burn without oxygen? I think it has everything it needs in there. Oh, you think? I think that so. Is, I think that's I, actually I science. Because yeah. like you can fire a you, gun underwater. Because like yeah, you the too? way you the way you make like uh, if you want an explosion, you actually have to have a because uh okay so there's two ways to do it one is either you have to like mist the fuel which is what we do for like yeah uh rockets so and it makes for air airplanes correctly. like you could take jet fuel and try to light it on fire it won't light on fire yeah if oh, really? you spray it into a mist and then light it it burns really quick mm-hmm. because oh yeah that makes there's sense. more oxygen yeah. so then it can collect it otherwise it It'd burns too like quick if you try to light the carburating it like yeah. it's in a cup, yeah. and you try to light it, it burn off the top layer really quick, and it mm-hmm. wouldn't like there wouldn't be enough oxygen, hmm. so it'd yeah. kill itself. Yeah. yeah, but if you spray it in a mist, then it all burns. Yeah, yeah. so you. Can so that's either, why that's if you if you like try to like you have a gas can and you like would shoot it or something, it wouldn't explode. It would just kind of it would make a big fire would it even flame, do that? and then it would probably. I mean, your bullet. Well, I think your bowl would just go through it. It'd be friction. Let's say you have a source of ignition. Okay. Okay. I'm just saying. So you you shoot it and it wouldn't really explode. It would just kind of make a fireball and then kind of go everywhere and then just be on fire. Unless it built up pressure. You know. It'd have to build up pressure in the container to quote unquote explode. Yeah. Yeah. And then if it it exploded somehow, then it would really make a big fireball. The other thing you can do is you can put solid oxygen into which oh, is solid, solid yeah solid so like oxygen? oxidizers like what they oh yeah like which that's what it's oxygen it's, already, it's oxygen in a solid form and then when you light it on fire it burns with the yeah yeah other material i think that's actually how gunpowder works yeah Probably because is. if you think that about it so sense. that would make more sense if you think about it if the gun the gunpowder is in a cartridge yeah how does it light on fire there's no air yeah, you, in there. Yeah. You know? So yeah. I actually have... I mean, have, there probably uh, is a little bit, but... I actually have like a stump killer it. in I mean, my garage. kind of sealed? Yeah, but the air that's in it when it's... I get when you pack it, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, maybe. I have a stump killer in my garage that uh, I can... Like, I've used it one time. I tried it. I mix it with powdered sugar. Oh, and yeah. it creates like a fuel because the potassium nitrate is an oxidizer. Mm-hmm. Or the the sugar is an oxidizer for the potassium nitrate, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, and it burns really quick. Mm-hmm. And cool. it's kind of like you can create like a little mini rocket with like paper. Nice. We should do that sometime. <laughs> That's really <laughs> interesting, like though. That that uh, jet fuel doesn't. No, you burn can't like burn that. jet fuel like straight up. My one teacher said, which granted, a diesel engine runs off of compression, not so much ignition ignition yeah but he said one of his friends worked at a uh, airplane or a, what do you call them airport mm-hmm. and once jet fuel is out of date they can't use it anymore so he'd fill his diesel pickup with it all the time basically have cheap hmm. fuel. i don't know if that's 100 percent true well, story but, but that that's makes what sense told. that makes sense it could work yeah. i mean because you'd still be misting it yeah you're the... still misting it yeah it just and it, and it would also be compression. Yeah. So jet, I guess jet fuel lights on when it's compressed. I suppose. I mean, apparently. Why? Well, I, I, I mean, it's like 
lower down on the compression or on the refinery than diesel fuel, isn't it? Really? Like it's less refined. Really? That's what I always thought, but I don't know. I didn't know that. I guess we got the internet here. Yeah. That's actually... Is petroleum manufacturing or like en- not engineering but petroleum refining has always been a mystery to me and it sounds really interesting but yeah i don't really know much about it yeah but it's like basically you got all your layers like i don't know how the order but it's like least refined just settles in the bottom and then the next one is like diesel and then kerosene and then gasoline you know and then there's other stuff in there too but it basically just settles out like that. Mm-hmm. It's more refined version of kerosene. That makes Isn't sense. Isn't kerosene above diesel? Maybe it is. Maybe I'm wrong. But I think kerosene's above diesel. I think kerosene's like right behind gas, isn't it? Well, apparently it's it right be. behind jet fuel. Yeah. <laughs> but there's other stuff in jet fuel that, that makes it jet fuel than just it being... I think oh, refined. There might isn't, actually be like stabilizers. Yeah, in there's it, probably sure. stabilizers. I'm sure. Yeah. Um. Looks like yeah. It's it's more refined than diesel, but less than. This is petrol. I assume that's gasoline. Also, you can burn a stick of dynamite and it won't explode. And yeah. unless you do the fuel, unless you do the fuse or what? The blasting cap or so, blasting cap, whatever. Y- yeah. Dynamite so works. the dynamite. <laughs> yeah. Is actually nitroglycerin that's stabilized, mm-hmm. and it's almost too stabilized because it's the point, in diatomaceous earth. Yeah, to the point where you have to have a detonation to cause it to explode. Yeah. So, like, you could throw like if you take the detonator out, obviously, you could throw a stick of dynamite on a fire and it burns slowly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. Can you legally like, buy dynamite? Probably as a citizen or as like I'm not sure. Civilian. Civilian, yeah, that's the word I want. I would uh, think so. Probably in s- small quantities. Yeah, it's probably limited. Yeah. Get some. Also, <laughs> isn't nitroglycerin made from like soap or something? Soap. I think it's like a byproduct or something. It like might if be. you make soap, I have no idea. I don't know. It's sweet. That's all I know. It tastes sweet. Really? Yeah, glycerin is sweet. Huh. Wasn't it sugar? Um. Well, no, it's not sugar, but it's it's. Well, I'm, I don't know. It's a type of because it's, it's glycerol, a carbohydrate of some sort. Yeah, I guess it would be. Huh. And it just tastes sweet. And then you can also take it for your heart. It makes your arteries expand. What? Yeah, you didn't know that. Yeah, this no. is saying it's yeah, good you take, for your. Yeah, you take blood. nitro pills, and it'll Not it good. helps your arteries. Ex- it relaxes the walls of your arteries, and then they can. Like my grandpa takes nitro pills because he has heart trouble sometimes. Like he has chest pains and. And huh. he just takes nitroglycerin, and it makes the arteries expand. And he says it, it makes you feel like it feels like you open up. And it's he said it feels good to take it, it's which I always thought that was interesting. That nitroglycerin, like you make dynamite with it, and it's sweet, and you take it for your heart. Like it's it's kind of neat stuff. That's weird. Yeah, I think it's cool. Huh? Yeah, but, it, it you can get it from making soap. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> it's okay. a byproduct from soap. Huh? Interesting. I think so, it's like I think it's like the leftover stuff when you make soap. Yeah, that yeah. it's extra. I think that's okay. how they actually like initially discovered. Probably it, some fell in the fire when they were making soap. <laughs> but not though. More well, like true. they well, dropped it and it exploded. Yeah. It's that. yeah, yeah. So yeah, just straight up nitroglycerin. Like that's it's, like 
It's if you super, drop it, it will explode. Yeah, basically. Oh, really? Yeah, it's, it's really, it's, it's really so bad. Volatile. But then when you put it in dynamite, it's really well. Like, yeah, you stable. put it in diatomaceous earth, and yeah. then it's like, oh, no big deal. Yeah. Tell you, yeah, that's interesting. That was, and that's why Alfred Nobel is such a big smart guy because he figured out how to do that. Yeah. So neat. So, how? Oh, we, ca- we, we? kind of got off track. Yeah. Were we still talking about Space Force or <laughs> I, not? I, I, uh, I don't know. Nah. Unless you want to. Yeah. I, I'm fine. I think we got the gist of it. Yeah. Same. They should deflect asteroids. Yeah. Sure. Defend you know, us from aliens. Yeah. Yeah. That don't exist. But might. But might. <laughs> <laughs> That's another whole one. Yeah. We yeah. do need to do conspiracy theories sometimes. Yeah. And also, I think our next one's time travel, though, right? I would be down, or else simulation theory. Uh, time yeah. travel first, and then multiverse and simulation okay. kind of all flow together. Okay. I mean, that might all end up being one. Yeah, yeah, maybe. We'll see. Yep. All right. I guess that's it for this time.